Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Thanksgiving week, yeah baby, as we get after it here with Turkey Day looming now just around the corner and I don't know if you're doing some ham maybe or some turkey or what's your feasting down on most excitedly. I'm a big stovetop stuffing guy, just huge. You might think I'm joking, but you throw a little gravy on there, Mm -mm. that'll do it for me. I can ride with that pretty much all Thanksgiving weekend, although... Let me say this too, stuffing leftovers are gross. They're kind of congealed. It's hard to rewarm that and give it the same pop. Um, Razorback football looking for a rewarming. Kind of congealed right now as we start with that metaphor. What a weekend. What a day yesterday was on a Sunday. And now we get to talk about it and break it down and have a conversation with you, the people here on a Monday. It's a short week. We're with you today and tomorrow and we'll make sure to get a Thanksgiving show in for you too early Wednesday. And that's going to be it. No show Thursday or Friday, obviously, uh, in the morning, I should say, obviously. But we'll come back for you to wrap this train wreck of a football season. Coming up Black Friday night, Arkansas will play Missouri at 3 o'clock in that game, in the final game of the calendar year. So Augs have already been eliminated from a bowl and are not playing for that. Missouri ranked 10th in the AP poll that dropped yesterday. Tigers had to squeak through against Florida. That turned into a flat-out battle late, much like Arkansas and Florida was. And Missouri wins it on a kick there by Mebus, who's bailed them out a couple times right at the gun. And so they're 10-2. and two. Well, 9-2 and two now, aiming for 10-2. and two. As they come into Fayetteville trying to make a New Year's Bowl game on Black Friday, four days away, last game of the year. And that's what you got. And I wonder how many of y'all are going to be interested in going to this game. Judging by the attendance to the contest on Saturday, you have checked out. I understand that. I was there as part of a job casualty. I had to be there to get a feel for it. I mean, maybe 25,000, maybe. I mean, upon further review, are you, are you counting the... You know, the game day concession and custodial staff there in the corners because they weren't doing much. There weren't a lot of people there. All right, 25,000 for the football game. You want to give me that number? I can live with it. On Saturday against Florida International, Arkansas fortunately did not lose the game, 144-20. to One of the things that I didn't think happened in the game was anything significant, like the Hogs not covering the spread and trailing after one quarter and finding a way to come back and win by a couple of touchdowns like, Okay, that's good. Was that riveting? Was that a game-changing kind of win? 
Well, apparently Hunter Juracek thought so. Rumors running wild all weekend. Certainly running wild throughout the game. Yeah, the announcers on television caught a little bit of the fourth quarter back at home getting set up for the People's Post Game Show. Yeah, the announcers on TV telling you they talked with Sam Pittman and he re- relayed a chat he had with his boss, Hunter Juracek. And at the end of the day, he was already guaranteed he was coming back next year. So that started breaking throughout the day. Sam Pittman ended up denying that in his press conference after the game, that he even had a conversation with the TV announcers, which I find unlikely. I'm pretty sure there was a chat with the announcers, but he denied it. And then proceeded to uh, to really rip the media. Uh, this is on the heels of the NIL stuff where he, he sounded like a guy who was clamoring for more help in the NIL department, and I gave him kudos for that. I mean, Sam Pittman, your coaches need to speak up and ask for all hands on deck when it comes to getting recruits. But that stuff was, you know, in person at a, you know, at a, at a hog club a couple weeks ago. This stuff was, you know, dealing with games and press conferences. And Sam Pittman's post-game presser was odd, y'all. It's the media's fault. We're losing recruits. We're not getting enough NIL help. You're, you're making up stories. How are we making up stories to say you're losing bad and there needs to be a change? Like, that's all I've said. You think I'm going to change that now? I don't think so. What I will say is you can color me stunned. You want to say a double take? That's what I did yesterday when the word started to get very hot and heavy around 10, 11 a.m. yesterday morning that Hunter Juracek, after watching the Florida International, um, say it was a squeaker. But the, you know, the narrow went over FIU, and that was enough for Hunter Juracek to say, this team has got the goods. This coach has got the goods. I know we're 4-11, and 11, going on 4-12 and 12 in the SEC the last two years. I know he ran out one OC and hired another, and that guy was no good, and now he's got an interim OC, and that's fine. I have confidence in that. I have confidence in the operation. And apparently Hunter Juracek didn't go to the game on Saturday and didn't see what I saw, because I wasn't wrong about that. That you're going to bleed out money right now if you keep doing this. Well, the word yesterday got really loud. So you know what I thought? Why not see if we can't get old Hunter Juracek to say something publicly? Enough of this behind the scenes. He said to so-and-so. He told the recruit. Sam says it. No. And I figured if we wait till the end of the season, just a few more days, that we'll get the answer that we're waiting for. I think that it was coming on Friday night, maybe Saturday morning. Areas where JB was wrong. It's not coming Friday night or Saturday morning. So I have no problem admitting where I'm wrong. It's not coming Friday night or Saturday morning. It already came. 15 minutes yesterday afternoon after we went out on the social media and tweeted and Facebooked and Instagrammed and asked our you know, 15,000, 20,000 social media followers to hold their horses and asked Hunter Juracek to give us some kind of actual statement. What did we get less than 15 minutes later? Finally emerging from the Vatican-like shroud, the Kremlin-like regime there at the U of A, where it's all very strange and wonky and weird behind the scenes. So many different voices, but you don't know who's calling the actual shots. Well, the Kremlin responded to our, our query. And the Kremlin responded, Hunter Juracek, the leader of that PR regime, responded with a pretty bold statement. And he did it before the season was even over. This one kind of blew my mind yesterday, all. I mean, I'm taking you through it as it happened. 
This one kind of blew my mind. I, I did not anticipate Hunter Juracek attaching his career prospects to the dying days of a coach he hired four or five years ago. I didn't see it. But he did it. Here's the tweet he posted in response to our request yesterday for something public. Okay, it was 12 minutes after we asked for it. It's three census. It took him like a minute to write it. Our team was extremely excited last night after beating FIU when I informed them that Coach Pittman will be the head coach moving forward in 2024. This has not been the season any of us anticipated. There's work to do. Okay. I'm confident together we can meet the goals and expectations of our program, which are exactly what I would ask. But I want to thank the many Razorback fans who supported the team this year, including the 25,000 who showed up for the game on Saturday. I look forward to honoring our seniors and cheering on the team on Friday as we play Missouri. And that's it. That's the whole quote. Is that a ringing endorsement? No. But it sure sounds like a public affirmation in response to our request for one. And that might be all you get. You know, I don't know you're getting a chance to do a little Q&A with Hunter Juracek right now. I don't think he's interested in that. But I can tell you this, folks. This decision is a mind blower. And it most likely will be the decision that leads to the end of Hunter Juracek's run as athletic director here at Arkansas. Just a little disappointed in the recklessness of it. It doesn't mean you had to fire Sam Pittman right now to move on. You could have waited a little bit. There were ways to look into lowering buyouts if you get through the December and January 1st. And I understand you want to play some money games here. But let's not forget, Hunter Juracek is the guy who got this job by saying he didn't believe in buyouts and guaranteeing coaches' monies or reworking contracts with super agents every year or two. That's part of how we got this job. And what do you do with Sam Pittman? The exact opposite. After one good year, Sam Pittman has had one winning regular season in four years, right? Three and seven, eight and four, six and six, and now most likely four and eight, unless they stun Missouri. But after the one winning season, he pulled a Jeff Long, like Long did with Bielma, and he ran out, and he doubled down, and he guaranteed Pittman $20 million and all this stuff that he said he wouldn't do. And so when things unraveled a couple years later, like they have, and the fans stopped going to the games and the team stopped being functional and you get rolled by a terrible Auburn team who, by the way, went out and got body slammed by New Mexico State this weekend. But when all that started happening, I think Hunter Juracek ultimately was hamstrung and handcuffed by his own poor decisions and moves because now you can't get out from under Sam Pittman unless you spend $17, $18 million, which, you know, to me, these days going rate of athletics, it's a lot of money, but it's not my money, and certainly not money the U of A can't afford, you know, with one or two uh, appropriate calls to the, the right people, okay? I understand you don't want to if you don't have to, and you read some of the fine print, and next year, Sam Pittman, if he stinks it up, is going to be due, like, less than $8 million. So this seems like the cheapo route. This is not my eyes a huge vow of confidence in the future of the program. I think it's Hunter Juracek doubling down on his hire from, what, four or five years ago, which I really don't understand, and trying to spin a tough spot into this is the right move for the future of the program. Folks, it's a bold strategy. I definitely don't think it's the best one. This idea that there's no other good coaches in the world is wrong. 
timing with A&M and, you know, with Mississippi State. Who cares? You've never been able to find the right guy. Your own problem has been your own timing. You know, you worry now when Hunter Juracek, you know, has to make another coaching decision is if he's the guy who gets to do that. Because I feel like he kind of did. Hunter Juracek hired the next head coach last night. He rehired Sam Pittman. And uh, I just, I don't know. I expected more out of Juracek. I did. The things I've said on the show the last week, I, I didn't see Hunter Juracek, the businessman, electing to go down with a ship. I mean, the school lost almost $5 million on Saturday with the empty seats and, and non-existent concessions and parking, not to even get into the, the bars and restaurants and hotels are just bleeding out tens of millions of dollars this year. But I thought that would be enough to kind of speak loudly. But no, we're going to look at it the other way. And now I just wonder, like, where are you at, my friends? What was your question of the day today, first of all? What was your first reaction when you heard yesterday, afternoon or evening, or maybe it's right now. I mean, I don't know. Surely you've checked out on this football team by now. What was your first reaction when you heard that the athletic director was bringing Sam Pittman back for another year? And we'll put four options up for you on the board. Double take. That's a pretty good one. Like, why? I definitely had some of that going on. Disappointed. Judging by the response we're seeing out there on all the Razorback social media accounts, I, I would think it's safe to say many of y'all are disappointed. Uh, disgusted. And we will read some of the the responses the U of A has gotten already here in just a little bit. They're not pretty. We're delighted. Maybe you are delighted. You love Sam. You're one of the old cold beer crew. You're riding with your guy come hell or high water. This is certainly a little bit of both of those. This football program is both underwater and stuck in some kind of purgatory right now at the same time. But maybe you're delighted. You don't care about football. It's more about get-togethers and hanging out. And, uh, man, we're a basketball, baseball, and track school now. I understand. We're getting that argument from a lot of people. So delighted. Let's get that up on the board. I bet you we get a lot of votes for that. You'll be surprised, y'all. But that's where we're at as the conversation gets moving. And we sink our teeth into it. What a wild day it became yesterday at the University of Arkansas and in Razorback land. And that's what we're here for, right? Doing the sports talk thing with you, the people, for 90 minutes each and every morning. Coming at you at 7 a.m. on the daily. Of course, people post game shows after each and every football and basketball game on Saturdays all season long. And we got one left to go. I guess the last one's on Friday here, right? Black Friday. Game at 3, I'm thinking 6.30 to 8 o'clock for our final football show of the year. We might run one back. Maybe the Arkansas OU game in Tulsa. We'll run one back for basketball on a Saturday in December. But basically, the post games are done until uh, 2024. And then we rev them up. First week of conference play in January. So uh, really look forward to that. Already sold out. You're going to hear so many other tremendous local businesses uh, on board with us. This thing doesn't happen without that local support. Not just from every last one of y'all, but... Clearly, from the cash money local dollars. And if you're looking to get your name out, you want that word out, like I like to say, it's gasoline on the fire, man. I don't make the company for you. I don't build the business strategy. I don't put in that work. I do this. But at the end of the day, I can help you get the word out and help you spread it to a lot of very avid, dedicated, hardcore, smart, sharp, and generally cool people who listen to the show every day. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe on the social media at The Real NWA JB. Coming at you with a live show every day. A podcast too, post-game as well. 
And we got more plans where that came from. Sky is the limit, my friends. Happy Thanksgiving week, three days out from Turkey Day as we get ready to eat some meat. Let's do it. Josh Bertuccini with you from the Bunker Studio on Team B Media. Headlines coming up. A lot of your reaction and question of the day. What do you make of this move? We're coming right back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekends starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. What a start to the new program. 40,000 listeners, three months in. Y'all have made it fantastic. We're trying to grow this bad boy more and more every day. And the future's bright as Team B Media gets up and off the ground. And it doesn't happen without every last one of y'all understanding what we're doing and finding us wherever you find us. Podbean Live, YouTube, our website, therealnwajb.com. Or if you're one of those DBR folks and you get up a little later and you want to listen to the show via the podcast form, we've got that for you too as we make that happen 
what, just about 9 a.m. every day, just a few minutes after we're off the airwaves uh, of the internet spaces here in digital radio land. It shoots out through the podcast platform universe, and however you find your podcast, I'm pretty sure we're there. If not, let me know. Question of the day is up. Going for the heart? What you got? Word yesterday, Sam Pittman is coming back. Man, he has looked like an absolutely atrocious, befuddled, in over his head kind of coach here the last couple of years, hasn't he? But people still want to have an old cold beer with him. They want to be contingent to a decision that was questionable four or five years ago. I remember at the time it seemed like there had been a settling, but now this is what you got. Question of the day: First reaction to Hunter Juracek bringing Sam Pittman back for another year. Double take, disappointed, disgusted, or delighted? You can't tell me. We don't have a positive option for you on the board. You might be delighted. You don't care about winning and losing. This is all just for you-know-whats and giggles. That's what it is. Lots of responses coming in. We're going to read some in a minute. Arkansas Razorback football beats FIU 44-20. to One game left. It's Missouri on Friday. See, I don't understand the timing of this move. I don't understand the timing. I would think you'd want to wait and see how they play against Missouri before you make any permanent declaration about promises and the future and who you're beholden to. Why now? I mean, what what happens here on Missouri if you come out and you pull a repeat of what happened against Auburn? I mean, I hate to say it, and I don't want to see it, but what happens if it happens? And then Hunter Yurchek doubles down again? I mean, there's a chance you lose by 30, 40 points to Missouri. They're actually pretty good. And I don't think Arkansas is very good. I thought you were, you were fortunate to get past FIU by three scores. You certainly were trailing for much of the first half, but how quickly we forget. So Missouri, 3 o'clock, Black Friday. Let's go. Post game to follow. Season finally mercifully over. Don't have to worry about waiting on Hunter Yurchek anymore as he responded 10 minutes after we asked him to and said, Nope, work to do. Uh, Sam's my boy, we're coming back. The concern now would be money in a big way. How are you going to sell tickets? How are you going to sell season tickets? I know the home schedule's much better, but nobody wants to see this team get beat down on the regular. Is KJ coming back? Who's your OC going to beat? I mean, Danny knows part two or three. Is it Kenny Guyton? He didn't look particularly great. I got a lot of questions here. College football out of the weekend. Top 10 holding serve. Nothing crazy there. Washington had a really good win at Oregon State going through the ringer there. Georgia body slammed Tennessee. Michigan had a little trouble with Maryland. That was interesting. Florida State lost its quarterback, Jordan Travis, done for the season with a knee injury. It's a major bummer for them. So into the final week of college football we go. Playoff rankings coming out a little bit later on tonight. Uh, what else? NFL out of the weekend. You had the Cowboys destroy the Panthers on the road. Another pick six for Bland. It's been sensational. Got, what, four of those this year? Five of those? 33-10. to 10. Bryce Young going through it, trying to figure it out in year one. Uh, Stroud's the real deal for the Texans. They might be a playoff team. 21-16 over the Cardinals. Lions win again. They're a contender. I love seeing that. First time in forever. Let's see. Niners looking good. Beat the Bucks by two scores. Five tackles for Trey Greenlaw. Broncos rally on Sunday night. They won four in a row. Not very good, but Sean Payne, Russ Wilson come back to life. 21-20 over the Vikings. Tonight, 
Oh, and then, of course, the Jets get body slammed by the Bills. I did not forget that. I just didn't watch it. I told you I can't do it. Zach Wilson's terrible. And after the game, finally, Robert Salah, the Jets head coach, says, yeah, I can't do this anymore either. 32-6, to Bills over the Jets. That was just easy money. All right, tonight, Eagles and Chiefs. What do you think? KC, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home, 7-15. Man, what a game up the block. You hop in the highway and go to the car. I might holler at E-Money. I'd like to be at that game at Arrowhead. This can be a great one. Possible Super Bowl preview. Philly is 8-1. and one. The Chiefs are 7-2. and two. We'll talk some more NFL with our man Mark Schofield coming up from USA Today here in just about 10 minutes. Other items. Thunder win again. They're 9-4. and four. They blow up the Trailblazers. 134-91. Isaiah Joe just can't miss. This guy is cash money from 3. 5-6 last night. He missed one. 15 points for Joe. Jalen Williams, 6.7 boards. And SGA, he'll just Alexander with 28. The Thunder are really good. They're 10 and 4. Excuse me, 10 and 4 now and getting better every time out. Razorback soccer upset in the second round of the tournament at home by Pittsburgh on Friday night, 4 to 3. It's a little bit disappointing, but what are you going to do about that? Uh, basketball upset. On Friday night, but UNC Greensboro, that's what happens early in seasons. You play these tough games, and once in a while you lose one. I told you Greensboro would be feisty, and they led most of that game. And Arkansas did not shoot well, did not defend well. Eric Musselman has got a lot of motivational material to work with, which is exactly what you want in November, as the Hogs get ready for the battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas. Are we really going to the bottom of the ocean to find the football program? Battle for Atlantis. In the Bahamas, Wednesday night, two nights away from now. Hogs will play Stanford in the evening, what, 5.30. And then if they win the winner of Michigan or Memphis on on Thanksgiving night in the evening, and then the championship game or consolation game is on Friday. And then it's Duke, baby. One week from Wednesday night, Arkansas and Duke. Tickets going for four or $500 a pop up top. The crazy, ridiculous, exorbitant rates down low. It's going to be a wild night. It'll be fun to get into some basketball, too, and get this season behind us. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? All right, uh, Hunter Juracek. Jumping the gun a little bit yesterday. Not waiting for the Missouri game. Says he saw what he needed to see against FIU. My response would be, why didn't he come out before FIU? What changed during the Florida International game? That made him more confident in that decision. Question of the day. First reaction to Hunter Juracek bringing Sam Pittman back for another year. What is your first reaction? I'll tell you what. You want a little a little reading material? Go to the Arkansas Razorback football account. They retweeted the Hunter Juracek statement. And all you have to do is what I'm doing here. They've gotten like 600 mentions. They've gotten their inbox flooded. This has been a wildly unpopular decision early on. Now, just because it's wildly unpopular now doesn't mean it's going to stay wildly unpopular. But I think most fans are not dum-dums, and this is not about feelings. This is about money. This is about people going to games. That was a joke crowd for a joke game on Saturday night. I'm very confused by this move. It doesn't show a lot of awareness. It certainly seems like something went down behind the scenes that forced Hunter Juracek to change course, that forced him to go the conservative route. And I think a big part of that is he stuck himself with some buyouts that he said he would never stick this program with. 
And that hasn't worked out so good so far. It's been very strange to see that so far. Ryan writes at Razorback Football, it really amazes me how an athletic director could watch what Leopold, Smith, Elko, Kleiman, and more are doing with their programs and think this guy is our best option. All those young guys are available, have done well, and yet we stick with a lame duck coach and waste another year. Wow. CJ writes in, so you decided to keep the coach that said he didn't know what to do during games multiple times the last few years. That's who you're sticking with. You just showed that you accept losing, Hunter. Lance writes in, I interpret your statement as we aren't interested in paying a buyout for a coach in a sport we're not really invested in much anyway. This shows our program's not serious about being in the SEC in football. David, when this fails, Hunter Yurchek needs to be fired with Sam Pittman. Just reading responses from the people. I hope you enjoy 10 people at every game next year. It's a little aggressive, but there's some truth in that. Kevin, Hunter, this is an embarrassing decision. Beating Florida International saved your coach's job? We didn't even look good in the game. This is utterly disgraceful. You know what's more disgraceful almost? How about the U of A telling you that 61,442 people were there on Saturday? And no, that wasn't announced as tickets sold. It was actual attendance, 61,442. So you're going to believe the Kremlin on that or no? But you believe him on this move or no? How about my guy, Dewan? This screams Arkansas is the poorest school in the SEC with the least NIL money to boot. Maybe Sam was right last week. Kyle, if we're broke and it's about the money, then just say it, Hunter. We can't be in the SEC football conference and be a poverty school. How about Cody? I'm sure the players would love to keep a coach who lets them watch movies during games while they get blown out. I would, too. Way easier. How about Sarah? Team was excited for another year of no expectations, I bet, when they heard it. Fake Wally. This was supposed to be the reset year to correct the problems and start to improve again. Not a waste of a season leading into another waste of a season. KC, the goals and expectations you mentioned, Hunter, must be far below the expectations of the fan base. You know, we expect to win. Quinn, yay, we get to keep our sub-500 coach through four seasons. He is below 500, y'all. This idea that he's had one bad year. He's had one good year. Not one bad year. One good year. Adam writes at Razorback Football. What an amazingly bad decision y'all have made this weekend. This is the definition of tone deaf and failing to read the room of the people. And then there's this. Wow. Whole nother level. Laramie. If you're so confident in your head coach, Hunter, why don't you tell your ticket office people to stop calling me every week to see if I'll buy your extra available football tickets. That's a great tweet out of Laramie. I've been getting those calls too. Nobody wants your tickets, guys. Stop. Bryce. I bet you're excited, Hunter. The rest of the SEC is excited for us to have Sam Pittman back as well. It's cold. Karen writes in, how does the university plan to have sold-out games with a mediocre coach as the draw next year? Mm. Mitch, please make sure Sam gets rid of Cody Kennedy. Please make him do it, Hunter. I know you love him, but he does not hire good people. O-line has been a problem all year. Kennedy is his O-line coach and his best friend. It's a slap in the face if he comes back. Say the same about Scott Fountain on special teams. 
Uh, Austin, I will continue to support every other program on this campus. Football, though, has not been serious since 2011. And with this move, I'm officially done with my donations. Simmer writes in, can't say I agree with the decision or so this is just off the Razorback football Twitter account here this morning. Can't say I agree with your decision or celebrate it, but I will continue rooting for you both to make good. Hunter, you have to own this decision, and it may be the end of your run here for good or bad. It's the way you've chosen to go. Have to own it. It's a good tweet. How about Will? I've been a Hog fan my whole life, but you get beat down by a team that gets beat down by New Mexico State? This reminds me of the Chad Morris days, and now we're embracing it. How about Phil? The university's lying to us. These numbers are crazy. Maybe 30,000 people in attendance. How do they put that statement out? Ken, there's nothing official about that attendance number. They're not even using the right sanity in those statements. You can't fool me anymore. Um, how about, then we got some folks doing a little pushback, talking about embracing the mediocrity. Laura writes in, man, Sam Pittman hate is so sad. Hope he kills it next year. Is it hate or is it paying attention to the football program? Uh, Buster writes in, why won't Hunter Juracek face reporters and guys like JB so they can ask questions and explain to all of us why he thinks this is a good decision? BG, I feel you. At least we got a response yesterday, my friend. Nobody else did. Lynn, losing kills recruiting. Not what Sam Pittman's blaming it on. This team has been playing poorly. It looks like our coach is in over his head. And I'll leave it there, because we could go on all morning like this, but I'm not going to do that to you. If you want to pass the time later today, you can uh, get a feel for some responses in Razorback land by checking out that account at Razorback football on the tweet. 744. Hogs in a tough spot. And uh, fan base, not exactly happy this morning. Question of the day is up. What's your first reaction to Hunter Yurichek's decision to bring Sam Pittman back as the head coach? We'll take a quick time out. And when we return, the conversation shall continue as we chat it up with our good friend from USA Today, Mark Schofield, to join us. On the other side of the break. Hang tight. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! 
If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, pig suey. Your boy is back, and so is football season. Conversations this morning with our friends Bobby Swafford from the Arkansas Activities Association. Talked a lot of high school and a lot of Arkansas Razorback football, and of course, Mark Schofield just a short while ago from SB Nation, breaking down some of the action in the NFL. Great game this week. As Bobby said, a night game at Arrowhead is pretty unbelievable experience-wise. So you get a chance to go to that one tonight. Good for you. Have fun. I think it's going to be a battle. I might even try to get a nap in today so I can stay up for that game. And obviously, I don't have a dog in that race. But uh, or fight or whatever you want to call it, but I um, I'm interested in watching this one. I think I like the Chiefs close. Two and a half is the spread. That sounds about right. You don't want to out outthink yourself on this too much. I could also see this being a one point game, but I think KC pulls out the dub. All right, it is wow already eight twenty four. It's been a strong morning fighting through some. Some some clicks, some lightning, some stormy stuff, but we're doing it. Remember, if your audio gets a little fuzzy, you can always disconnect and reconnect. Once in a while, I'll do that. See, headed to break a while ago. I was like, I know this doesn't sound good in my ears. Getting a little fuzzy and wonky. Disconnect, reconnect. Pop, we're back. Unlike a radio station, I guess, where you're down for days sometimes. Nope. Reset. Come back. Question of the day today. How are you feeling about Hunter Juracek's decision on a Sunday, kind of as a news dump. Felt like it was a response, as we set out the gates this morning, to our request for something public, because it really was just a murmur kind of behind the scenes until he went public with it. But all of a sudden, the future was written, and it's not a future I'm very excited about. I told you for a week I thought Hunter Juracek would be proactive and find There's more lightning. This is a crazy morning. You hear that thunder in the background, too? Impressive stuff. Lightning, then thunder. 
lightning, then thunder. Um, I just thought he would he would not want to tie his fate to Sam Pittman any more tightly, but perhaps he was told by the board of trustees here at the U of A and the mysterious Kremlin forces that go on behind the scenes that he did not have the wiggle room to get out from under this. They were not going to rally $18 million together for him. You wait a year, it goes down to $8 million. I'll tell you what, you wait a year, it goes down to $8 million. You might be on the chopping block, too, if there isn't a much better season. And do not rehire Dan Enos. Don't do that. Don't hire him for a third time. Don't do it. Question of the day. First reaction to Hunter Juracek bringing Sam Pittman back for another year. A couple hundred votes in on the Twitter machine. Double take, getting 29% of the vote. Disappointed, getting 27% of the vote. Disgusted, getting 14% of the vote. And delighted, like you're, you're really happy, 30% of the vote. So you add it up, it's like 70-30 unhappy. That sounds about right. Sounds about right. Let's go to the Facebook page, shall we? Facebook.com. Slash the real NWAJB. I haven't seen this much lightning in a morning before in a really long time. Everybody be safe out there, okay? You never know when a tree might be coming down near you. Um, some of the thoughts off the Facebook page in response to today's question. What was your first reaction when you heard what had gone down? Darren, double take. I expected an announcement Saturday after the game, but your check seems to have a tendency to zag when the rest of us zig. Is that what this was? It was all planned like this? I don't think so, Darren. Jack, delighted. He should get another year to right the ship. Jeez, I wonder how many people are going to go out of business while we wait for this to happen. Chuck, not surprised. I'm sure Sam goes in next season on the hot seat. When Hunter pulls the trigger, it'll be for someone he wants, not someone he has to settle for. Chuck's been all over the place in his predictions. Uh, another Chuck. I like Sam Pittman. That's why you got to keep him to yourself and not throw him out there. I like Sam Pittman as a person. He better have a new staff for next year. Okay. Whalen, initial reaction, disappointment. Bob, very disappointed. It's like we're okay being mediocre at best with football and good at basketball, baseball, and track. But the good thing is he's a nice guy and apparently really fun to have an old cold beer with. Johnny T, I am delighted as well. We're not a football school is the consensus I'm getting out of y'all. Not a football school, so why even bother anymore? This is this, this is sad, the checking out. More responses. Tracy, he has to make an exciting OC hire. I just can't think of one who will do that. If they don't beat Oklahoma State next year, the season will unravel fast. They're not beating Oklahoma State. Uh, Chuck. This has to be a case of looking at the market and finding out that he couldn't afford to make the move he wanted to make. I wish our jukebox hero would get better, but we've regressed in every area for three straight years. I mean, Chuck, it's true. BG, absolute mistake. How do you do this? Shane, another disappointing season. So frustrated with this decision by our AD. Jared, Jared, we have officially declared ourselves an unserious program. In football, it sure seems like it. How about Tricky Nicky? I do hope Pittman is required to let go of his offensive line coach. How do they let him keep his buddy around? Doesn't make sense. That guy is bad. Uh, Dylan, how do they sell tickets next year, JB? Probably online or secondhand. Waylon, I hope I'm wrong. 
But I worry much of the same conversation next season is going to happen again. Me too. Me too. You get to the point, you're like, man, I don't know if it's going to happen. Jack, <laughs> work to do. Hopefully they can figure out a better solution next year. That's, that's not going to do it, Jack. Rhonda writes in. So many good responses. Once we win a couple games next year, people will come around again. We can't keep starting over all the time. It's been five years. I don't know if that's starting over all the time. It's a little bit of an exaggeration. I would say, too, the season tickets are on sale in April. So, like, you're not going to, unless you beat Missouri in this last game and that fires people up, you're not going to have a chance to win games in time for season tickets. Uh, Char writes in, need to beat Missouri to justify what he said. I agree. Johnny, have to go beat Missouri now based on what Hunter's doing. Yep. Jason, keep in mind the baseline for this program is pretty low. We're in trouble no matter how you look at it. Jason might be unfortunately very true. TJ, it's a never-ending cycle. I'm getting stuck in the rut with these coaches. And he's made a Venn diagram and everything. Getting into it. Outstanding show this morning, y'all. And I'm with Charlie. This really echoes a lot of what I'm thinking. I was wrong with my confidence in Hunter. Maybe he was told because of the extension, he's married to the coach, and it has to be another year. Nothing else makes any sense to me. I think Charlie's onto it. The lack of proactivity here in a market where, to me, there's so many good coaching candidates out there, and you're going to stick with the the guy who looks like he's wore out and finished. It's uh, it's kind of a stunner. Eight thirty. We need to call this bad boy. If you're listening live. Thanks for being here this morning. And if you're doing it later, as you get some Thanksgiving shopping done, I know folks are getting crazy in the in the supermarkets and the stores, and let's make sure there's enough to go around, okay? You don't need to buy every last piece of bacon. Let's spread it around a little bit. Eggs, too. It's time to make a run at the store, as I say this. I realize that. Um, I hope everyone has a fantastic week. We're back live tomorrow. I'm going to try to get out to the Sam Pittman press conference here again today. Jeez, it's been a big commitment every Monday all season. What what are we going to find out today? He's going to be gloating in our faces. Uh, we're all going to get agitated. You're going to have uh, you know folks going buddy-buddy with him. I don't know what you want me to ask right now, but I'll try to be there for that. And we'll share some of that with you tomorrow. And, of course, Richard Davenport, tell us about the recruiting and whether that's salvageable. And uh, look forward to it already, okay? And on that note, we're going to call this bad boy good. 90 minutes live, coming at you more or less. Chuck the stopwatch in Greenland, keeping score for a few minutes on this side or that side. He holds us accountable. We've got an ongoing total. I still don't know who I'm supposed to make the checkout to, though, Chuck. Woo! A lot going on. Not a shortage of material, I can tell you that much. Appreciate every last one of you who texted, tweeted, Facebooked, commented, all post game was a very interesting night on Saturday and Friday. Man, I hope Arkansas didn't get body slammed. It's going to be a very interesting night all over again. For the TB Media crew and the Bunker Studio, I'm Josh Bertaccini. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow, my friends.